What's up, 1515 Ad probably presents the rundown Love and Hip Hop Family Reunion, the official unofficial podcast of VH1's Love and Hip Hop series. I'm one of your hosts, John Robinson, joined by the lovely and talented Michelle Antoinette. How you doing, sweetie? I'm low-key bothered. <laughs> by what? So, this is a very equal opposite kind of thing, but before we got this, um, got to this call, um... I got a text from my friend and over the weekend we were celebrating my friend's birthday. We got an Airbnb and just, you know, got like a a little staycation girl slumber party. So the owner hits her up to like make all of these accusations and wants to charge some crazy fee. And we're like, what? And so for all for the fee that really blew us was a smoker's fee. John, no, nobody smoked. No, Not a single person. No, y'all was in there living your life. <laughs> nobody smoked. Not a blunt, not a cigarette, not a black, not a nothing. Nobody smoked. Not a vape pen, nothing. There was no smoke, okay? None whatsoever. This man is like, oh, it's a thousand dollar smoker fee. Oh, you wildin'. You wildin', bro. You wildin'. Especially because didn't nobody smoke. Okay, it'd have been one thing. It's like we try and get away with it and we got caught. Yeah. We literally did not smoke. Nothing. At all. So now we're over here like trying to do this big old dispute because we're not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to accuse me of something that we didn't do. Now, if you said it was a noise complaint, that's a little different. I'd have been like, we did get a little loud. Okay. Smoking? Nah, sir. We're gonna have to fix this. So yes, it just hit me. It just like just happened. So now I'm like, let me get in the right mindset for the podcast. Cause like <laughs> I'm irritated. That's crazy. I, how do you, I wonder how this person is going to try to prove that you smoked? That's what I'm trying to think. Like how this work? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get into this one. I think the title of this was called "Until Freedom," and I don't know about you or the rest of you guys, but. I'm enjoying these episodes. It's it. I don't know if it just comes off a little more real, a little more grounded than most things, especially because in the episode seems so scripted. It's that, but sometimes they will make a pivot, right? We'll watch an episode where it got to do with a love triangle or trying to. I know these two don't want to talk to each other, but we'll make them talk, and then it'll end with something serious, like "Yo, we marching for freedom," and you're like, "This is such a clash." But this episode. <laughs> Things still worked. The fact I was it it came off so well. I was like, did his did Mo three really die this day that y'all had the Black Lives Matter thing yeah, set up? Like, golly. Irony. Yeah. And speaking of which, I saw on the IG story, I think it was Sierra's, they had the date. So when I saw November eleventh, two thousand twenty, I was like, I don't think that's the beyond the tail. I think the hers was earlier than that when we got that when we got the news on that case. Cause I remember you threw that out there, what would have made uh Jock react the way he did. But we got the Trick Daddy intro. Wait, I'm on the wrong episode. I'm really. I was looking at the. I was like, wait a second. This is not the right. Still a Trick Daddy intro because why this man have a whole deep fryer in his hotel room? I was like, sir, sir, sir. I wanted to ask you which one of these people are you. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Go ahead. I gotta pull this up on the the laptop. Is this did it? Oh, now it showed up. There we go. 
All right. So day three, Trick Daddy says it's all about the community. And we see a clip of Sierra telling Bambi she's going to step up as a mom. And then obviously we get the Black Lives Matter that comes on tonight. So these morning routines, I wanted to know which one were you. You can tell me which one you are normally, which one you were in the Airbnb. April jogging, Erica Dixon on her phone, Yandy eating yogurt, Carly stuff on her face, Trick Daddy cooking. I am in my bed on my phone. Figured as much. Scrappy's, <laughs> Scrappy was ironing. Bambi wanted this, this, I don't want to, I don't want to call it a vacation, but a getaway. She wanted this for them to reconnect, enjoy their time together, you know, bond as husband and wife. But Mama D and Erica Dixon are getting in the way. So she really needs a spa day that Sierra's having. More on that later. <laughs> Jock, Jock and his son, Amani, race up the hill. And Jock is out of shape. He blames it on COVID. This ain't old Jock or young Jock. This is middle-aged Jock. And we get a little bit backstory on Amani. He's the oldest of eight. Uh, got arrested for doing donuts in front of his club. And he asks him about Jasmine. And he says, yo, I brought protection. I got three boxes of condoms. Who was he thinking he was going to be screwing? Listen, fam, as a, as a young man, you really overshoot your shot. I remember one day back in Mississippi, me and my cousin Pookie had some girls. have a cousin named Pookie. Yeah. Uh, we had some girls who were supposed to come over. And we, man, we was ready. We had talked to him the day, talked to him the day before. We cleaning up the house because the parents are gone. We got porn on the TV. Then we hit up. Porn yes. on the TV. Yes. Like the ladies walked into porn. Yeah. How does that work? I don't know. We were young. I think no, I was like. Y'all had porn on the TV. Yes. So then we went over to the health clinic. Went over to the health clinic. Got a bag of free condoms. And walked around waiting for this phone call that never happened. I don't know why we had a bag of condoms. Is it like you know what I'm talking about the the brown paper lunch bag of condoms? As if we were just gonna run through all of these. Needless to say, and, I mean, I guess good job for being prepared, prepared but yeah. like clinic condoms on top of that, what are the directs? Yeah, listen, who knows? I they we colorful, ain't got no name. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> They like hope they work condoms. And you can't get your money back. You didn't pay for them. They free. Uh, so Amani appreciates being out there. Both they have lost folks. One being his nephew who was killed out front of his club. I really want to know more about Jack's club and where it's at. What is going on out here? Um, he praises Amani for being a good son, but says, Amani, sometimes you lose grip of reality. And Rock he says, uh, what did he say? He told Amani, because uh, Amani's like, yo, we don't get along. And he's like, we only we don't get along when you do questionable things, like hanging around the wrong people. And y'all may not believe, there's a few things in life that just starts to click. Your parents really be knowing who the bad friends are, the same yeah. way your girl know who, who likes you before you do. Your girl would tell you, like, that bitch like you. And you're like, yeah. nah, she don't like, no, she likes you, because you don't see it, but your girl sees it. So you got you to gotta pay attention to certain things like that. It's little things it is <laughs> and Amani yo he sounds so young and we aren't old but when I hear somebody say yo I'm 19 about to be 20 what that mean what <laughs> like, does that <laughs> mean to you I, dead ass he's like dad you gotta be patient man you gotta repeat no I'm gonna have to repeat until you get it you don't under, case in point Melissa went to school today they switched up the schedule this school district is really on it 
Now, she used to go to school for about two hours. Now she's in school for five hours. And when she was in school for two hours, she left this house at 1030 and walked back in like at two o'clock, 130, something like that. Oh, like 11 to two or 11 to 130. Now she has to be on that bus by 653 in the morning. And she told us, we like, yo, make sure you get up early. Can I just get up at 630? We shake our head. We just it was like, sweetie, promise you, will you want to wake up? Because I told Sarah, if you go, you go to school at six fifty three and you don't walk back into this door about till one o'clock, that is a long time to go without eating. Because they'll give them snacks at the end, but you can't eat in school right now because of right. COVID. Right. But she'll learn. She told us a couple months ago, like I went to bed at three in the morning. Isn't that good? We just shake our heads. We just like stop it. Oh, uh, I'd be mad. I, I'm mad when I'm three hours, three hours of sleep. Yo, it's oh, trash. Me, yeah. Uh, Give me all of my hours. I'd be struggling on my six, seven hours. Yo, <laughs> you'd be so mad. I'm like, I shouldn't. Why I stay up a little? Like 20, listen, I listen. I was like, I wasted 20 minutes on the phone for nothing. I was just for scrolling. Listen, <laughs> I can't believe we're at that place too. I, it get, I'm like, I'd be really mad at myself when I wake up in the middle of the night. That'd be my big thing. Cause when I'm up then I'd be up or something happened that makes me be up. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm be so tired. Cause I got to clock in in two hours and I only got four hours of sleep. And now yeah. I can't fall. That. And I just be, I don't know how people do it. Whereas when I was a kid, oh. you used to go to sleep at one o'clock in the morning, and be up at six o'clock. Don't even blink. eye. like, nah, nah, man, let's go. This spa day, the ladies arrived. So all the ladies were there except for No Joy and Trina. They had too much fun at the hookah night. Yandy is busy setting up her for her event. And to avoid awkwardness, there's no Erica Dixon. Plus, there was no Judy or Mama D. Not only at the spa day, but really for this episode. This episode yeah. we, they were there, but they didn't have no lines or nothing. See, they didn't have no script. Yeah, they did the table read. It was like, we ain't got no, okay, we ain't need to be here. Sierra wants them to vibe for themselves, but buy, Bambi can't buy because of all the things that are going on. She states that 95% of her problems with Scrappy are due to communication. This was done in the Talking Heads segment. Carly acknowledges the growth in Bambi, and Sierra wants to be like Bambi when it comes to being a step-parent. She says, like, you show Amani so much love. You post her on the Instagram. Bambi tears up at this appreciation. She's like, I really needed to hear some of these things. I thought you was tearing up, too, but you was yawning. And I was like, damn, you getting emotional over the praise? Not at all. <laughs> uh, Although praise is important. People really need to show the appreciation did y'all do that? to others a lot more often. Did y'all praise each other during the? We, we always praise each See? other. See? Good. That is good. Yandy's plan. She tells Mendeecees to wear all black. They're going to come together. Even though they come together for fun, they can come for a purpose. She's not nervous. She's just trying to get her thoughts right. It's so important for not only to stay involved, but be informed. She wants to encourage the group to get involved. And she has Tamika Mallory and my son. They are fighting for people of color, low income immigrants. And she's fighting for the next generation. Even if the change doesn't happen in this generation, she's like, as long as I know that the next generation is going to be good, I am good. This episode had a lot of throwaway scenes. One of them is these animals. Like yeah. they, they was like scrappies. Oh, I seen some coyotes, some scorpions, some rattlesnakes, and I'm Ray. Not sure why we needed to know this, but okay. yeah, and Ray saw a big pig, and he's worried about the animal messing with his dog. And then you that was it. Put your dog in the room <laughs> and call it a day. 
Who leave that dog outside knowing there's wild animals? Yeah, and that dog's little that dog bird. Don't, sit, don't stand a chance. Yeah, a little bird come through, smash, smash that little dude off the air. Spa day, back to the spa day. Sierra and Carly feel lighter after putting their beef to the side, and April feels like her fight with Paris was just minuscule. Sierra tells Jasmine her mom loves her so much, which makes her cry. And I'm upset that Jasmine says this in a talking head and that to Carly, but she feels like her mom has better relationships with her friends than her, and she doesn't feel like a priority. I really thought we were going to get this conversation out. I was like, yo, because they later on. They probably did a little bit more talking and that's just the way editing did it. But I was I was looking forward to having a deep to seeing a deeper conversation. Yeah, because, again, we get another throwaway. Ray asks the fellas about the animals and then Jock feels some type of way about his woman that being there, but says Jasmine looks like Carly in her prime and he doesn't want that for a son. Spa day. So Jasmine tells Carly. You know what's funny is because he thinks that his son had a chance. Yeah, I'm like that is that is, this is very one sided. That is a proud papa moment, yes. bruh. She is 26 and he's 19. Like how how many 19 year olds you think is pulling 26 year olds out the mud? Like what? That's not what? She can't even go to the club with this man. Like yeah. like stop it. Um, Jasmine tells Carly it's hard to be around her because Carly is hard on her, and I was like, no, tell her about the relationships. Right? <laughs> like, Cardi said she busted her ass so Jasmine didn't have to want anything from anyone and Jasmine I, maybe this was the moment because Jasmine does try to speak and she becomes so overwhelmed with emotion and when she comes to and it sounds it sounds weird to say comes to because it's not like she passed out but when she does say something she's like yo I want my props and Carly says I love you and I'm proud of you and then they hug and I really was missing that scene that we should have got because I really, I feel like that was a real scene. And I do. I agree. It's me because this episode, they were giving us that type of moment with the parents because Jock and Imani had some moments in this episode yeah. where like, oh, okay, I thought we were going to mirror this with Carly and Jasmine and we didn't we didn't get that. Do you think we're going to get a, a Zoom-like reunion? <laughs> maybe because maybe, because you know, Real Housewives, and to a, a, to a degree, Love and hip hop, but more so rock. They are good for telling, showing the talking head to the other girls to be like, "Oh, I didn't know you said." I would have loved yeah. it to be like, you know, show the Jasmine talking head, and then Carly respond like, "She's right," because it it came off wrong. Do you with, get a reunion for a reunion? I don't know. I don't think you do, but it, I don't think it's necessary. But it came off. There was when Jasmine says it you know, yo, the relationships are different. She was closer to her friends than me. Carly, you know, two sentences later when you get to their scene says, yo, it was tough on me for being a single mother. And I'm like, wait, but she said you weren't there. And I'm not saying like Carly could have, I'm not saying that Carly was in Atlanta or LA or wherever she was trying to make a living. She could have been doing it for her daughter. But her daughter was like, you weren't there in my life though. And that's the difference. And and that's the difference. And I think a lot of people miss that too. Like I understand finances, but sometimes kids just want you to be present. Yeah, yeah. Like finances. I mean, the Jazz was staying with her grandma, right? Is yes. That what they told us. Okay. So like uh, times is different. I'm like, you could have called more, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Not saying she didn't call because I was gonna say Facetime, but you ain't had a Facetime. No, nah, no, nah, that wasn't a thing. <laughs> but sometimes kids just want. The presence of their parents it's not so much the finance finances just be here yeah just be present 
Trick Daddy asked Jock and Ray, Ray J, between the three of y'all, how much money we you think we spent on cars? And Ray says at least ten mil. I, I, I shake my head because cars depreciate like a mug. So what? What? It, but then I thought I have to think like certain men or celebrities think that is that is a cheap investment. If I can, if I, I guess if I had the mind state of all I need is this car and I pull up and she ready to go. I don't got to come converse. I don't have to buy another. She see the car and she ready to drop the draw. So I'm like, maybe that's what you do it for. I don't know. Scrappy brings him pizza. Jack doesn't eat pork or beef. Didn't really explain. Maybe he's in shape or something. Uh, trying to lose weight. I don't, I don't know. I, didn't seem like I would assume he was trying to get a little fit for his wedding. Yeah, that would do it. Mendeecees was stuck in the past mentality when he came on. Yandy has these businesses and I'm looking for food on the table. He realized that the fights were petty. Speaking of Patty, Ray J jumps in to talk about the pettiness between him and Princess. <laughs> he said, Princess filed divorce first. I wake up to see it on TMZ. I really find it so hard to believe. Because every a lot of I forgot who else did this. And it's like, I didn't know we were getting divorced. How did that work? Like, do I just go off somewhere as a celebrity? And then how did the like all right? So how Prince, does it get leaked? That's what I'm saying. So Princess goes to a, a, a law firm, files for divorce. Does the is that public knowledge? Does TMZ just have a search? Like, how does that work that they get this? I, mean, I, I think it's public, but how do you know to look for that? Yeah, you just look every day, and then what names to look for? <laughs> what is it? Right. Uh, then on Mother's Day, which I I, I got to put this on right, he put the family in a bigger house because they got cool by then. Before I move us into this bigger house, I have to understand what are we doing? Are we trying right. to make this work, or let's hold off on this until? So then as soon as they do that, they get into it over so small-ish, according to Ray. It might be big to her. And she goes off calling him bitches and dumb and sends him to his room. And the fellow's like, your room? We get to side interview. And you know what's so funny about Mm -hmm. that? Because I feel like she said it, but not how he took it. Like, you know how you say something, somebody interpreted it a completely different way? He he took it like, and and I, I was not there, obviously. Um, but he took it like she put him on punishment, right? Yes. But in my head, I took it like you probably always in that room and y'all have no argument. She probably was like, right, go in your room like you always do. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, I can see that. And, and he took it like, go to your room. He's like, go to my room. Scrappy and Bambi discuss it on the side, this, this talking head. And Bambi likes it. But Scrappy says, I don't care if I act like an animal, a child, a baby. I'm not going in my room. Um, he says, so we back to this conversation. Ray says something that's so important. He says, I know Princess loves me, but I don't know if she likes me, which is so that's, important. That's real. So important. I tell my family that all the time. We be having these deep discussions. Like, I and I was like, I love my family. I do. I just don't like one of them. Yeah. And um, and, and that's okay. And that I think that's the basis of relationship, of a good relationship. Do you love and like? Because at times you can fall out of like. They can get on your nerves. Yeah. But if you like them, if you like them as much as you love them, or you, the like and love is like, you know, over 50, 60, 70, y'all going to be good. Right. And why is Scrappy such a philosopher when it comes to other shit? He's like, yo, it takes more than love and a marriage. And then later on, it he always, gets it. It always shock you. Yeah. He, he like, the, the knowledge he breaks off about kids and why we got to do this and we got to tell them. And I'm like, but bruh, if you could fix the stuff, you all right. Back to the spa day. Back to Scrappy. Bambi explains to Sierra 
that when the pandemic hit, she was opening a store, pandemic hit, um, had to stay home. She was pregnant, locked in the house, and she wasn't feeling like herself. But whenever she brings this up to Scrappy, he gets defensive and he starts rattling off everything he got going on. Sierra remembers how she felt when Shooter did that and, you know, agrees with Bambi that that's wrong for any man to do. Scrappy. I feel like people in general do that. Yes. And when somebody, especially in a Scrappy situation, the main thing for him to do is, what can I do to help you get to feeling like yourself? Not tell you like, well, I ain't feeling like myself either. <laughs> okay. Do you? Right. What did you need her to do to help you feel like yourself? Right, like, <laughs> right. And, like if she's coming to you, one, let's be happy she's coming to talk to you about it because some people, you know, wouldn't feel so open to or tell their homegirl or whatever the case would be. So she was obviously open enough to be like, listen, I am not feeling my best. And then for you to downplay it like, that sucks because I'm going through hella shit too. So I understand. You can at least acknowledge it, see how you can help. And then after that's okay, then you can kind of come back with you and you're like, you know, babe, I've been feeling a little down on my end too. Yeah. That, that would have been that would have been great. Where we go. Oh, so back to this pizza. Scrappy to, uh, felt like oh, Scrappy was talking about when he proposed to Bambi. It was like she was the one. And then DC's asked about Erica. He's like, yo, man, your baby mama, y'all ain't saying no words to each other. How y'all doing? And Scrappy feels like he only needs to talk to Erica about Imani. Doesn't want to force things because he's a grown-ass man, which got me to thinking, how many grown-ass men actually say they're grown-ass men? Or when you hear the phrase, you'd be like, yeah, all right, yeah, that works. It always seems like you're trying to prove that you're something. Right. You know, like, yo, man, I'm a grown-ass man, so I can, you don't, if you are, you don't have to say it, I promise you. I'm grown as hell. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Okay. Bambi stresses that they need to talk. Here's the thing, too. I feel as if VH1 or whoever's in charge, Monomy Productions, whoever, they do, this scene did not need to be back and forth. Spa Day should have just, you could have finished all of Bambi stuff and then went to Scrappy. But to jump yeah. back and forth, it was jarring. Bambi stresses that they need to talk. She brings up Amani noticing her parents, you know, not talking, Erica and, and Scrappy. And Sierra says, we have to show kids healthy adult relationships i totally agree uh what did you think about trick daddy telling uh joy to respect her husband he said you better put some if clothes on before he changes her name to thug life and yo it's so funny how people we i don't know if it's just our projections or we just have we only see relations one way they said man y'all talk to each other like y'all still in love so what <laughs> it's like I bet we've been knowing each other forever though. This is yeah. how we talk. Um, he was hurt that Joy filed for divorce. He don't care about the divorce. He just wants to pick the next man. What, bruh? No. Talking about she Not can't. She she can't go down. And Ray was all for it. Like yeah, yeah. Like right. Could you imagine? That sounds like some Ray J ass shit too. Like, can you imagine him and Princess getting a divorce and he being like, "All right, I gotta pick the next person you date though." Ray J. Ray J. Who do you think Ray uh, has a better chance of getting back with? Kim Kardashian or Tierra Marie? <laughs> okay. Because the funny thing is, before you said that, I was going to say, if him and Princess get a divorce, do you think Tierra Marie still like Ray J? That was Yo, can we, uh, can we, is there a way for us to be able to explain why me and you, I'm going to throw you in this with, the, with me, and probably our listeners 
believe that Kim and Kanye really are going to get divorced. But when it's like uh, Cardi in Offset or Princess in in Ray, we were like, let's just see what happens. But we we probably really believe that this Kim and Kanye is not for play play. It's really gonna. Why do we? Th- I, I don't know, but you are absolutely right. <laughs> like when it, but even though when it got a, when it was kind of announced or talked about the first time, I was like, okay, I'm I'm here for this. But then it went away, and I was like, oh, I guess that was just bull. Which is kind of maybe because it's Kim that's doing the announcing and not Kanye, which is why we believe it. Yeah, Kanye has been extra quiet. Physics. Kanye say anything, you'd be like, okay, this dude. Like, you know, yeah. his you don't take him so seriously. But Kim coming out and being like, it ain't working. I tried. I it's not working. It's different. Uh, Fizz is back to being single. And what did you think about Fizz's philosophy? He tells the producers he don't do friends. He will be cool with you, fuck you, and not talk to you again. You like you appreciate the honesty? I appreciate his honesty. It's so weird. Again, Fizz is now one of those people that I wish I'd never seen on reality TV. Like, let me keep whatever idea I used to have of you. Yeah. And not let me know the real you, I guess. Paris and April get massages. And I really wanted to write couple massages. But they're what's the difference? Is it like if if they were a couple, does the massage switch? Or is it just two people getting a massage at the same time? Okay, thank you. And also, like, do you want to have do you want to get massages with your friend at the same time? I don't know. I see those type of things. When I think of massage, I just I don't want to talk to you. I just want to sit here and zone now, and I don't need couple. Well, I mean, if couple, I think with couple massages, they kind of teach each person to give that person a massage. Like you kind of massage a man, the guy kind of massages girl. I think Um, it can't be like that. Friends, I don't want to talk to you. I want to sit here and enjoy my massage. Okay. Uh, Paris brings up the fact that I think this was her talk ahead that she de- she defended April and felt some type of way when it was all a lie. And April was like, we weren't really friends like that. But she does apologize for calling her a bitch. And they both agree to put things to the side and, and, and pat each other on the back like they let it go. Go ahead. I think that's funny that she's like, we weren't really friends like that. But when we watched the last season, they had y'all y'all opening package between y'all and Zell. Y'all was like BFFs and going hiking. And this is like my third roommate and et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Trick is asked about April. Like They really was like, yo, we just going to, it's going to be spa day and y'all going to sit at this table and eat pizza and we're going to get a lot of The guys out. are always just sitting at a table doing something <laughs> while the girls do a whole thing. Yeah. Trick is asked about April. He's he runs down his stats. He's a Libra, CEO, CEO and president of Eat the Booty Gang, and he uh, he knew that April had some Tiger Woods type shit going on. He knew he, he saw he saw the Asian. We get back to some more mammals of the desert. Uh, Trick be mad, disrespectful. So he do <laughs> bobcats, kangaroo, rat. Um, we don't really officially have the news segment back, but I did want to bring this up. Whenever we do a news the news episode. Uh, anything that's happening right now, we don't have to double back down. But Trick Daddy did plead no contest to the cocaine charge, so they dropped the DUI charge. I don't know if he's going to get any time or he got to go through a program. But y'all remember he got pulled over and was passed out and whatnot. So, common. Oh, I don't know what this meant. You know, I'm taking my notes and Jack is explaining how the kids are the common denominator. And Mendici says, yo, you live for that moment when you come home and the kids jump in your arms 
And that scene quickly changes because Ray sees a notification that breaks Jock down. And this was Mo3, a Dallas rapper who was associated with Lil Boosie, had got killed on the highway. He was shot. Scrappy and Ray console him. <clears throat> and Jock talks about his talking head how you can just have a good, you can have a good day, it's sunshine and bright. And then you get some news like this that shatters your day. And he says Mo was all about his family. His presence meant a lot to him. And this is where Scrappy has said, you know, tells them, you know, we got to talk to our kids. They got to get away from that life. Ray says, you know, pray every day. No one is safe. <clears throat> Jock comes back to the table, tells the table about his nephew being killed. And his nephew was co close to Amani. And that's one of the reasons he brought him, brought him out here. Uh, and then they, they go through like Scrappy telling, you know, I tell my daughter to be aware. And Trick says, you know, Trick says one of the best parts too. Trick it's amazing how people can be smart in some areas and dumb in some others. Cause trick says, I have a son who was a sophomore in college. He's never been to a black party and he's never been the projects. And he ain't never going for real. There's no need, bro. No, I worked my ass off. So you never have to go to the projects. You shouldn't be driving nobody off there. But I'm like, no, no, no. Cause you don't know how to act. It's like, you know what? We got to treat this as zoo animals. There are animals that are raised in the zoo. Yes, they can't put that line in the in the uh, safari because that line does not know how to survive in that safari. Yeah, so you like, nah, sucks for you, bro. You got to stay here. <laughs> it's just an interesting thing because I feel like living that type, living a certain type of way, um, like teaches you and raises you in a certain type of way of living, right? Yeah. And then you work hard. Don't get me wrong. As a parent, they work hard. You do all this because you don't want your child to go through the same stuff that you went through. But then I feel like your kids don't learn the same principles <laughs> or does that make sense? They don't. learn. Well, it depends. Only, I guess learn. you will see to me. My thing is mathematics. Not I'm saying let me throw them. No, no, no. Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to. I'm trying to grasp it with with math. Right. We know one plus nine is ten. But also two plus eight is ten. So right. what you're so yes, if I raise my child in the hood, they can learn exactly how i learned or i can teach them this way because it's like, I feel like and i'm not saying all adults of course but i feel like some adults don't teach kids because they'll say like this ain't something you really need to know how to do or learn how to do no, no. because we'll live in this house but you should still teach that and i feel like some people don't teach some certain you, things you, because that you grew up you know your yeah life so what i think that some people do is they feel as if their child is never going to be in that situation. So yeah, they don't need to know so that. To nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Listen, I don't know what your life is going to entail because for Melissa ain't never been in the hood, but I have no idea if Melissa have kids and she got to go pick them kids. And I'm like, listen, listen to your instinct. If you see this, this and that, mm -hmm. get out of there, but, or teach your child. <laughs> like it could be generations ahead. Like you got to think about what you, what was it? The What's the black Beverly Hills, Baldwin Hills. I would hope that some of those black people are teaching their kids, even though those kids are three or four generations away from ever being in the hood. Like at least teach them like, listen, I don't know. You might make a wrong turn and be end up in South Central. This is what you need to know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I laugh because um, I think they kind of did something like that on Blackish. Because um, Dre was always cracking jokes about being from Compton. I'm from Compton. We didn't do oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or something like that. And we always did this. And we always did that. And they was like, bruh, but you ain't been there in like 20 years. That was what a good are you episode. talking about? <laughs> and the kids, he like, no, nah, go out and do stuff and, you know, live life. And then you, you're paranoid the whole time. Because then you think about all the shit that you went through as a kid. Yep. And you're like, they out there in the streets doing this. But I think it's important to 
still teach some of your quote unquote hood techniques. But it, I think I think there's certain life skills. But I mean, we can go even further because we sound. I don't want us to sound ignorant and be like, "We y'all only talking about the hood." I really wish my parents taught me how to farm. Like, yo, I wish I knew how to garden a little bit because my both my family is from the south. It, both sides and I was like but we don't we don't stress that to be like yo you should be I mean to- that's true I get on my mom about not um talking much about Jamaica yeah and, and I'm like girl like that's a whole life <laughs> yeah. before you got here and you don't really talk about it yeah like what did you learn out there what what was life like out there <laughs> it was like you know what I'm saying like I have to go and like beg for these type of stories yeah. Like, okay, girl, and, then, and then you start finding out stuff. You're like, how did, how did this not come up in conversation? You just wasn't telling me anything. Yeah, I'll be wondering about that with, with, with parents. Because, like, you, yo, one day you're going to be going and nobody's going to know these stories. So you, should, like, you, should, tell, you should be telling us these stories. I'm also very upset with my mom because, like, she don't take a lot of pictures, right? Mm-hmm. Meaning, like, she doesn't take them, nor does she take a lot of, like, take pictures of others. So, like, I don't have a, a lot of childhood pictures. I feel like most of my pictures, like from like kindergarten or on up, are only special holidays. It was my graduation, it was my birthday, it was picture day, up until maybe like seventh grade when we start buying disposable cameras, and I have those pictures. It's like my aunt the other day randomly just sent me a picture, and I was like, "When is this? Where was I? <laughs> Who put me in this outfit? What is happening?" I had nothing, and then I was just like. I'm about to go to my aunt's house because apparently she got all. Oh yeah, stuff. she got the folk. She got the flicks. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I see her, she showed me a new picture that I've never seen in my life. Remember this day? Nope. <laughs> what happened that day? <laughs> who? This was whose wedding? I went to that wedding. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so Jack walks back to his room. He gets some more news. He ends up telling Amani. Uh, who Amani had already seen it. He asked Amani to promise to be something out of this life and don't waste time or opportunity. Every day he's losing people and Amani puts his arm around him. That was I thought that was a really good scene. And then we get a PSA for blackmenhill.org. <clears throat> when we come back from commercial, or we just might have went straight into it. We go to Yandy's event. She's hosting a Black Lives Matter dinner to talk about some important issues. Uh, everyone shows up dressed in black. Ye- was weird that they just stood there. Yeah, I thought that too. I was like, why? Why did... didn't we have the dinner table set there and they talked? That's what I was I... thinking. And it, and I saw that they had picnic tables, but this probably would have been an event that you do like comedy club, where how you said these little round tables uh-huh. should have been that way. Yandy addressed the crowd um, after the countless, numerous Black lives lost to police shooters. She knew she had to get involved, and there was no, and you know, no more. <clears throat> My son comes in with a spoken word that brings up uh, all the black lives that have been taken and the lack of accountability from police. Uh, I forgot who said activism is important and we need you. I think Yandy, because she passed it over to Mika. Want, uh, she wants them to have influence on their um, on Black Lives Matter. Tamika says this is a critical moment. People are waiting to see what we will, what we will do. And today we have all the resources because Dr. King didn't have a phone, but too many of us are afraid to use them. Use your voice to transform a young person's life. She also brought up the fact that she lost the father of her child to gun violence in early, like 2001. I forget, Tamika's like older than me. I'd be forgetting how old this woman is because she looked young. She does look, she looks good. Yeah, he was murdered. Jason Ryan's was murdered in 2001. What was it? Oh, Erica Dixon is touched. And I think she does this in a... Uh, are talking here. She's like, we got to learn how to communicate without violence. We had the dinner. 
Pierre says, I just follow you guys. Speaking of Tamika and my song, because CNN is whack. Jock still doesn't feel okay, which who expected him to? I'm surprised right. Jock came out. Like Jock right. uh, feels like he's surrounded by fire, gunfire. He lost four people in 60 days. He took his, he prayed on, you know, VH1 acts, like who do y'all want to bring? And he prayed on it. God said, bring his son. He said, I brought my son to get out the fire. Trick, daddy talks about the neighborhood and how it's, it changed. And my son said, we need to put the neighbor back in neighborhood because all we say is we from the hood. I think we did that too. <laughs> and I shout out to my neighbors too, because I have dope neighbors. That's good. That's At really least good. the one to the left of me, not this one to the right. But anywho, uh, <laughs> the next me across the street, like there's like a, a little five houses right here. Like we're all super cool. So everybody take care of everybody. And I think that's dope. Yeah. And I think Tamika or Yandy, one of them said like, we don't get to go back to who we were. You know, we are now different. We're transformed because of this moment. And then afterwards, they just wrapped it up with talking heads from April, who says she's raising black children. Trina says we got to put ourselves in the battlefield. Erica promises to be more active. Paris promises to do more. And Scrappy says, I know black lives matter. We get another PSA of color of change. And that's how we ended this episode. Any thoughts before we get to next time on? Next time on. Okay, no. Um, who, <laughs> yo, they did this on Growing Up Hip Hop. Who voted for Trump? I don't I don't care. Then there's a twerk off. Trick shoots his shot. What's up with... I'm not going to say the ugly one. What's up with people who have not... Who don't know if the other person finds them attractive. Telling that person, yo, I like what you're doing. Keep it up because I appreciate it. Could you imagine somebody that you don't think you're not cute to me telling you like, yo, keep looking good because I love it. Because like, I love every part of it. Yes, go on. Okay. Trick be having some nerve. And then Trick tried to go off, but I think Yandy got him together. And Erica is determined to get this one-on-one talk. And I'm not mad at her. She came. I'm not. I came out here so we can have a discussion. We're going to have this discussion. Exactly. And Scrap needs to suck it up. Yeah, like just it ain't that difficult. It's been years. Yeah, what? What? See, when what you, are we even mad about anymore? Yeah. All right, man. That's the too much energy to be that mad. That's the episode. You hope you enjoyed it. You could tweet me at one and only tweet shell. At sexy shell, you can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on the Snappy Chatted. I miss with the Z shell. Make sure you follow the website fifteen fifteen half. Check out other podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe. Support on Patreon. Until next time, guys, I say peace. She says, bye.